Hey, hey, hey guys, this is Jennifer with the Honest Ugly Podcast. The honest truth right now is that I'm coming to you in my pajamas, wrapped up in my bed, my computer and podcasting equipment is all downstairs, and I thought, you know what, with no music intro or anything, I'm just going to pop on my phone, do a recording, and share with you guys what God just downloaded in my time with Him tonight. And we're going to talk about the choice we have to sit down in shame. Or stand up in grace. So recently, I or the, over the last few months, maybe year, one of the things the Lord has whispered into me, and it's straight out of the story. I think you can find it in Mark is the first place you can find it. That's a total lie. Maybe, I don't even know where you can find it first. But it's about the blind Bartimaeus. And Jesus asks him, what would you like to do? What would you like me to do for you? And the blind Bartimaeus, he wasn't called the blind Bartimaeus. That's just what we call him. (laughs) But what he responded to him is, I want to see. And God answered his request. And the Lord's been asking me that over the last year. Jennifer, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? And I've had some answers Um, One of them is that I want to be happy. I want to have such a deep joy about life that that hard circumstances don't get me down like they have over the last couple of decades. That discouragement doesn't mark my life. I want to be happy. I want to be full of joy naturally. I just want it to spring up out of me. That's what I want God to do for me. And so when he asked me, Jennifer, what do you want me to do for you? That's my, that's my thought, or that was my thought mostly over the last year. I have some more answers to that question now, but one of the things that I just was made aware of today is I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how well-meaning, hopefully they were well-meaning, but well-meaning Christians who pour buckets of water on your fire, who just put blankets over your dreams and who make you, they don't make you because we have our own choice, but it's as if their words have so much power over us. We allow them to have so much power over us that we sit down instead of standing up and walking out our giftings and walking out the dreams God put on our hearts. Instead of doing all the good works he called us to do, we listen to the voices of people instead of the voice of God. So as I was listening to this podcast, I was thinking, okay, so what, what words have I allowed to make me sit down and shut up? Or what buckets of water have been poured on my dreams like what dreams has God given me that I have put on a shelf and haven't really stepped out in faith on because of what other people have said I jotted down like five or six that I have really just put on a shelf because other people's words have have created space for me to believe them and believe that I'm inadequate or believe that I um I'm just not worthy to believe that I'm just not capable. Just several things. I mean, starting a podcast was burst in my heart years ago, but I was always too scared to show up because I was afraid I would say something wrong. I was afraid my theology isn't good enough to show up and share anything. And it it probably isn't. But the podcast dream was birthed in me by the Lord, and I never have been obedient to it. There's a few other things, 
two that God's birthed in me that I just shelf. I put on a shelf because of other people's words over me. But I have to ask myself tonight, will I keep putting those dreams on the shelf? Or will I just be like blind Bartimaeus who the people told to basically sit down and shut up or we will shut you up. But instead of listening to them, he stood up and in God's word said he cried out all the more. So tonight I'm thinking, will I put my dreams, that my God-given dreams, the things he has put in me, no doubt he's put them in me, will I keep putting them on a shelf because people have kept telling me to sit down and shut up, that I don't have anything to say, that I don't have any authority to speak, that I don't have any right to show up and lead anybody. Will I listen to those voices or will I just cry out all the more knowing that God is the one who does good works through us? So for me, buckets of water, I don't know what buckets of water poured on your fire sound like, but buckets of water for me might sound like you can't lead anybody or what do you know? Your relationships don't work out or you shouldn't be able to tell anyone anything or you're a hypocrite or, or, or the list goes on and on for me. And I was thinking today is, man, people have a lot to say, but I think I'll listen to the one whose voice matters. Everybody's voices matter in my life. That is a struggle of mine, but I know who who I am in Christ. I know what God has said about me. And so I'm going to have to choose to listen to his voice. It would be easier to sit down and take my place with all the other people who have let the voices of man dictate what they've believed about themselves. But it wouldn't really be easier, would it? No, it wouldn't. Because it's never easy to sit down in shame when God has told you to stand up in grace. It's not easier. Yeah, it might silence the voices of the naysayers, but it won't silence the voice from within us. The voice who keeps whispering, who keeps prompting, who keeps reminding us of not only who we are, but whose we are. I'm reminded of Elijah or Elijah in 1 Kings 18. I looked it up just to make sure I could tell you the right place. But in 1 Kings 18, you can go read about it. But Elijah repaired the broken altar And he even had the people dump buckets of water on this altar just to prove who God was. And Elijah prayed and God's word says the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the offering. And I was just reminded like I was just reminded that people can pour buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets of water over my mind and my life. But if God is in it, if he wants to use me, if he's in your life and he wants to use you, which we know he does, his fire will fall down. It We will be a pleasing offering to him. Just talking about fire reminds me of Jeremiah. The fire in Jeremiah's bones. Jeremiah said, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Some of you, some of us, we're like Jeremiah. We cannot hold it in. We cannot sit down and shut up. Oh, we can. 
but we will be miserable. We will be miserable people. Yeah, we may have pleased the crowd of voices who mock our abilities or our inabilities, but we will be going against God's good works plan for us. And we will become miserable people if we listen to the voice of man over the voice of God inside of us. I looked up the story of Jeremiah. You can go find him in chapter 20 of the book named after him. The subtitle or caption or whatever man called those sections of scripture when they when they broke up scripture and stories. In my Bible, it's titled Jeremiah's Unpopular Ministry. Guys, you may be unpopular. You may have made some unpopular decisions. You may not be the you may not have a fan crowd. You may have naysayers mocking. You may have water being dumped on all of your efforts trying to get you to drown. But what I want you to hear me say today is exactly what Jeremiah said in God's word. He said, but the Lord is with me as a mighty, awesome one. Jeremiah talked about the people just waiting for him to stumble. Maybe people are waiting on you to stumble. Or heck, maybe you have stumbled and the people keep knocking you back down instead of helping you back up. But know this, God is the one that tests the righteous. He doesn't tempt us, but he does test us. And he sees our thoughts. He knows what's in our mind. He knows what's in our hearts. And he did not decide to put that gifting inside of you because of what he found inside of you. Nope. He placed your giftings and callings inside of you because he chose you for the good works for such a time as this. Guys, he knows you are but dust and he makes allowances for us. He takes that into account. He knows what what humanity we carry in us. He knows you aren't perfect, but he isn't asking you to be perfect. People may expect perfection from you. But he is just looking for willingness from you. He is just roaming the whole earth looking for a heart that is devoted to him so he can strengthen us to get up and walk in grace and keep showing up no matter how many times we stumble. So guys, be encouraged today. If you have a fire in your bones, if you know your gifting, if you've been sitting down and trying to shut up to silence the crowd, Be encouraged today. Jesus asked blind Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? And old Bart, he just wanted to see. But what do you want? What do you want Jesus to do for you? How do you want his spirit to show up in your life? For me, I want him to show up and be the loudest voice in my life. Because the mockers most likely will not stop mocking. They will keep telling me to sit down and shut up. They will keep telling me that I don't have anything to offer. They will keep telling me that I don't have a right to lead anybody, that I don't have any authority to speak on relationships or intimacy. But his voice can be the loudest one in my life. His voice can be the one I believe. And his voice can be the loudest voice in your life. His his voice can be the loudest guide in your life and you can get up. You can stop sitting down in shame and you can stand up in grace because just like Jeremiah said, oh, let me flip back. But the Lord is with me as a mighty, awesome one. 
It is not about who you are or what you've done or what you haven't done. It is about who he is and whose you are and what he has done. And he has knitted you together in your mother's womb and he has created good works for you to do. And when he created those good works, he made allowances for your mess ups. He made allowances for your inadequacies. He made allowances for your lack of skills. He made allowances for the sins he knew you would commit. Guys, his gifts inside of you as a child of God, they cannot be taken away. He does not take away his calling on your life because you're imperfect. No, he doesn't. Read throughout the whole Bible how God used imperfect people. So I'm just here to encourage you today to ask or to answer the question that he's asking, what do you want me to do for you? Just pause a second and think about that. What do you want to, what do you want God to do for you? What do you want his spirit to rise up in you and help you do? How do you want him to show up? How do you want him to show up and help you show up in the giftings and callings that he has placed inside of you like a fire shut up in your bones that if you sit down and shut up you will be miserable because his holy spirit in you is always calling you to this thing that you keep avoiding because you don't want to face the voices and the fear and the need of approval from people so be encouraged today i hope you're encouraged today i hope you can answer that question of what you want god to do for you i hope you can Be like Jeremiah and know that God is with you because he is the awesome one. I hope you can be like Elijah and just, just be like, you know what? Go ahead and pour more water on it. Go, go ahead and pour more water on it because I know my God is going to show up and show off. I know my God is going to send down his fire and consume this, this offering. And it's going to be a pleasing sacrifice to him. I will be back next time. Talk to you guys later.